0: From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Revenge. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest revenge news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for revenge!
1: Welcome, welcome, everybody. How are you this evening? Uh, this is Phil Svitek joined alongside Michelle Macedo. How are you, Michelle?
2: Hey, good. How are you, Phil?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, uh, wow, interesting. Um, random fact, um, for those of you who don't know, this was inspired by Alexander Dumas's, mm. or, uh, for some of you out Dumas. there, dumbasses.
2: Oh, no, it's Dumas. Uh,
1: it was inspired by the Count of Monte Cristo, this whole show, of Revenge.
2: Oh, interesting, I actually read that
1: online. I'm reading it on Wikipedia right now. Hmm. Um, but anyways, Michelle and I are here to recap Episode 4 called Duplicity. I don't know if that's a chapter in Count of Monte Cristo, but I don't think it is.
2: I don't know if it is either. That would be interesting to know, I'm sure. Uh, well, maybe there are a lot of uh, similarities, but uh, let's see what the episode started off, or at least the things we noticed.
1: Well, let me let me ask you this. Um, this is the second time I want to talk about The Notebook, and uh, again, Um, The
2: notebook that Victoria grabs.
1: Yes. And uh, in last episode, uh, episode three called Betrayal, um, when when Victoria is having the planning party with um, for the senator, Mm -hmm. um, there's that one shot where Emily walks in, interrupts the meeting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's that kind of quick but not so quick close up of a notebook. And I was like, ooh, what's that? And we get it again this episode.
2: Where was the notebook exactly?
1: In this episode or the last episode?
2: This episode.
1: I forget. That's the part I forget. I wanted to bring it up. But you then know I the,
2: the notebook was I mean, you know the notebook was part of what Victoria came in and grabbed and gave to the police and Emily saw saw all this hiding behind the kitchen counter. And uh, she was in the kitchen a lot. And he came down and he was like, Victoria, what are you doing here? And she said, I need to see you. I'm leaving him for you. And he was all happy. But really, Emily knew the whole time. that That's what it
1: was. It was in the flashback.
2: Yeah, it was in the flashback. They
1: took it. uh, She took it it during the flashback. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So, so, uh, yes, I'm glad you remembered because I, man, why didn't I? uh, You pointed
2: it out. I never would have noticed that it was the same notebook, but, uh, you know, I,
1: I'm sure it was. I I just wanted to get that off my chest because, uh, obviously, I don't know what's in that notebook, but it is obviously very, very key to a lot of, lot of things. Mm. Uh, But sort of going more on the lighter side of things, I guess, um, hopefully. Let's talk about Daniel, the son, and uh, Harvard man. Daniel finally,
2: finally takes a drink. And gets effed up while his friend also pretends to get effed up, and we see in this episode he's not really a friend. He lies to Daniel. He hides his phone from him. He lies to him saying that Emily canceled plans, but really she stood up.
1: Now let me ask you this: What is uh, and I and I kept asking you this during as we watched it? What is the motive
2: for him? I think he's jealous. He wants to be like him. He. Wood's never as popular. He's never as well. Or he could also be a person out for revenge like Emily.
1: I mean, I'm very I mean, we, we, we predicted this is the last episode. Uh or not really predicted, but knew that he would come into play.
2: Well, this is a very this is a very public family. Let's not forget. So we also don't know what that guy is doing there. We know that at least I know that he's a little messy with his tricks, not as smooth or as well thought out as Emily. We know he's from Harvard. We know it just comes up, it, just decides to stay there and pushes him to drink.
1: And if nothing else, we know that everyone is all about appearances, but deep down, they are completely different. By the way, um, I, I, th- this isn't necessarily to do with this episode, but just in general for the show. Everyone, pretty much has second degree vanity. Do you know what that means?
2: No, I'm not sure what that means.
1: It means there's okay. You know what being vain is, right? Right. Means, uh, for example, like you, you we put on
2: yourself spending too much time in the mirror, all that stuff.
1: Yes. Now, second degree vanity is if if someone catches you looking at yourself in the mirror, you pretend like, oh, oh, uh, I, I I just had something in my eye. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean you don't second degree vanity means you want to hide you know you're vain but you want to hide that fact that you are in fact vain mm-hmm. and, and everyone pretty much in Victoria's circle if not uh within the show except for um except for the brothers and nolan and emily i guess would not be excluded but um doesn't everyone apart from that has second degree vanity mm, i see that um so Harvard man certainly, uh, I think he has second degree vanity. I don't. Again, it's it's tough. I I, I I speculate on the motive, but I don't know it, and that that's what irks me. I don't know the motive.
2: I know. I think he's jealous, and he's just trying to uh, ruin him. He's just jealous. I feel like it's one of those situations. He probably has a deeper motive, but right now, I mean, I never trusted him to begin with, but uh, especially since he's so sucking up obviously and especially to Victoria so that he knows he can stay there.
1: That's true. Um I mean what's what's tough is for me I guess what what really makes it really frustrating is that, you know, um, obviously I, I I have a lot of friends that I that, that are obviously guy friends and I just I've never seen that before. You know what I mean?
2: In front of you?
1: In front of me, I don't know.
2: You never know. You never know. You know, I've seen this happen. I've seen this happen with girls. I've seen this happen with guys. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: People who are so insecure, like him. Who knows what his true motives are, but it's jealousy. It's something having to do with ruining him. Who knows why? Why?
1: Who knows? I don't know. Uh, Maybe
2: because he's so blessed, he's so gifted. You know, he's so.
1: And you know what's tough is is that it would have made sense if uh, if he was trying to get her for himself, but I don't think that's the case. No. I don't think he's going after Emily.
2: No, I don't think so. no, he's not.
1: Wait, wait. And that's what. First... And, you know,
2: and Emily caught on to him right away when she went in there and she said, "No, I think I'll just call him later. I tell him myself." And he said, "Okay
1: and well, she's just, she she's sort asking
2: questions. Where are you from?
1: I think she's just a smart girl and she, and, and and you know it's it, in many ways it's her job to know
2: right, and she is being aware hyper aware, which is good, but yeah, I mean yeah she, I think she definitely has caught on she doesn't trust
1: him by the way and and uh, <laughs> You know, not yes. It was predictable, but it was it was um, not like a cliched predictable. When uh, you know, um,
2: he goes by her house.
1: Well, yes, he goes by her house. Obviously, she tries to call him, but but we find out later that he doesn't. It was it was handled great because obviously he doesn't get the voicemail because uh, Harvard douchebag deleted all the voicemails anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, he sees he sees uh jack jack and them having having lunch er, because not sammy
2: lunch came with some some flowers and was thinking of her he did. great excuse
1: and by the way I, I like how it's bring uh him more into the story versus um versus the grayson's right which is excellent to see um Before we move forward, uh, any last thoughts on on sort of that plot line?
2: I mean, there's so many others. I think we should just move forward.
1: Sure. Before we move forward, though, I do want to say for those of you watching live right now or at any point, um, we will, by the way, we will go back to a live uh, regular schedule um, once the show resumes in January. And we will be doing that Wednesdays after the show airs, so 11 p.m. But that's Pacific Standard Time instead of Eastern Time. So it's late for you East Coast viewers. I watch understand. next day. Well, I guess. Yeah, listen to it next day. But um, for those of you who are able to catch it live um, at 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can always call in to the show at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And that goes uh, double for those of you who are randomly listening to us now. And we know there's uh, there's actually hundreds of you.
2: Yeah, so look at your phone. Call us up, 424-256-1729.
1: Anyways. um, So,
2: shall we move on? Conrad and Lydia.
1: Conrad and Lydia,
2: Obviously still having an affair. He shows up at her place. He has to go somewhere. He says, I have a flight to catch. San
1: Francisco. So not San Francisco. That's
2: not San Francisco. Last time I went there, it didn't look like that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um it's
2: definitely lydia's
1: JJ. thank you <laughs> uh-huh.
2: but he is suspicious of her ruining the senator breaking in on his computer
1: but that all that's forgiven by sex is oh that what it comes absolutely
2: down to? the men are so simple
1: i mean you is it does he ever lose that suspicion or is he just, he does he just want to get laid because
2: I feel like he wants to get laid, but at the same time, I think he's more convinced when he's with her, when he's with Lydia, that it's Victoria's fault.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true.
2: So I think he's, he's and again, cause I think,
1: I, I think Lydia lays it, laid it out pretty well, you know, saying, uh, you know, yeah, um, uh, I was pushed into a hard corner, and so I could see why you would think I I got my claws out. Um, and Victoria really didn't present the case, and obviously, uh, you know, uh, I th- what was it? Episode two was called Trust, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, you really can't trust Victoria because obviously she was the one who wants to save David uh, initially. And uh, so, so there's history there to not believe her, yeah, or not exactly. side with her at least, you know.
2: Yeah, there's reasons, there's reasons to be on her side, or there's reasons to be against her.
1: But I love how. Uh, I mean, do you think Victoria knows that he's definitely not in San Francisco?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: But she just doesn't care. Like, what? What's, no, what's it's just that?
2: at at a certain point. You really can't control everything someone else does. I mean, but
1: that's her whole thing. Her whole mantra is about I have to control everything. Because she can't even control her marriage. But is it, it, is is that kind of a, a sign of like she used to be able to control everything, and now that Emily's in her life, it's okay. Uh I have to pick and choose what I'm going to focus on. And obviously, this. uh You know, as much as suspicion as she may have thought and would have naturally followed up or or gotten Frank, the detective, to follow up, she just can't because now she's dealing with Hampton Exposed?
2: Um, No, I think if she had a choice, she would focus on her husband, but she doesn't because the truth is that he's just sleeping with her friend, just like at one point she was sleeping with his friend and slash coworker. Which was Emily's dad? I think it's just the truth. I think she tries to control everything else, partly because she has so little control over that.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
2: And and she has so little control over her kids, especially Charlotte, who is at the tea. If we could talk about that, moving right, on to that. Let's talk about the tea. So the mother daughter tea. Uh, Nolan tries to crash it, and uh, gets uh, definitely turned down by Emily. Who's frustrated with him. She can't find her friend the party planner. She can't find the DVD. What do we do? Emily finds it in the player. Oh, thank God you found it. She puts it in. Hanson'sExposed.com, which is a site that she launched. And um, it's exposing.
1: Well, she just called it Hampton Exposed. Then I believe Nolan was the one who made well, the actual website. Nolan after. made copies for the website, I don't, th- I don't know if Emily, intent. I-, I guess she did, but
2: right. Well, she put it together no matter what. On this DVD, she figured out that all these people were seeing this doctor, Doctor Banks, who, as a child, um, completely, uh, invalidated Emily slash Amanda, really. When she said that her dad was innocent, she told her all the reasons why. She told her she needed to see him. Victoria was a person, although she was a person that made sure that Emily was somewhat taken care of in an institution, in and at least a quality institution, she also was a person that made sure that she stayed separate, separate from her dad for the rest of her life. Because I think that if she talked about it, then... She would know the truth.
1: That I he's agree. Innocent. Um, and unfortunately, I think what a huge flaw in the system. Like, you know, it, it pains me to say, but from obviously from story perspective, very good to lay in the fact that um that Ashley, um uh, although, although Emily was left off the suspects list, she's now on the suspect list, at least in, in uh, Frank's eyes. Frank being the detect the private detective, because uh, she was she was the one who actually found the DVD, and uh, you know I want to go back in and watch again, but obviously Ashley didn't actually see uh, Emily clearly just hit open the DVD slide open right. with the with the thing in there and then close it mm-hmm. you know so obviously it's very very suspicious that you know uh, she could have opened it. Put the DVD in there, then closed it, and now we're in that. that. Uh, but
2: Ashley said she saved the day because a part of the reasoning, which was really smart, as well as showing some of what Victoria said about Charlotte, her daughter, about how she regrets maybe even having a second child and all this stuff. Besides that, then Emily came
1: on and started. Emily was about actually stuff. before.
2: Oh, Emily was before.
1: Yeah, Emily was. Prior to
2: Victoria. Oh, right. Prior to Victoria, but after someone else. There was a few people who were there who see Dr. Banks, and uh, Victoria comes on and says that stuff. Emily comes on, you know. She said that stuff, so that makes her look like a victim. Really smart.
1: It does. And, uh, you know, she obviously handpicked what was in it, so she didn't reveal too, too much. Um, Well,
2: she had been lying to the therapist before anyway.
1: She had, but, um, you know, in many ways, I think a great, great thing that, uh, a great moment she chose to add in there was because um, if, if Victoria, which obviously Victoria was watching it, she her mind immediately goes to, she's talking about my son. And what is she saying about my son? Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, uh, I, I'm just going to try to go out on a limb here. If you look at it psychologically, okay, she's, she's letting her guard down because she's already embarrassed. Okay, she's talking about my son. What is she saying about my son? Not that anybody knows that it's my son. Um, and then to immediately follow that up with her confession, uh, just, I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, would be psychologically even more damaging because the guard is already down. She
2: already feels publicly
1: humiliated. Even though though she wasn't technically because no one knows that it was her son. Still. Internally, it was.
2: It's like not that anyone was watching, especially close. But if someone was, then they could figure that out. But I mean, that's vanity. But at the same time, yeah, I think that is even more humiliating. That she elite, elite,
1: uh, elite, I wouldn't say humiliating, but damaging for her. You know the t- the combination. Well,
2: if it's publicly showing that it's, you know, I feel like it's humiliation. Yes. Humiliation.
1: Um. So very, very clever on Emily's part. Um. But it's. I'm just so like, ooh, why did she have to be the one to find the DVD? Why did you have to be a friend? I mean. It would be very, very interesting if she had a whole plan to actually do that, to get noticed and get put on the uh, suspicion list. Mm. Uh, I would love to see how that would play out. I don't know if it's going to play out that way. I don't think it will, but my my hope is that it will.
2: Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope Uh, so, too.
1: Because in many ways it's frustrating because I want Emily to know all the answers and, and when something doesn't go her way. It's just no, Emily.
2: I know because you know that she spent her entire life planning this, and it is exactly in the details that she's put so much of her time and effort. So I just hope that it's all worthwhile.
1: I agree. Um, what's Justice next? is served. Justice is served. Um, just talking about Michelle, not our Michelle. Michelle Banks. Doctor ba- Banks. Doctor Banks. Therapist. Uh, you know, uh, just, a, I guess, a general thought. Uh, I do like, uh, you know, I've ne- I like this part of the revenge again. Um, you know, each week we kind of get a new aspect of it. It's not, and I, as I've said before, I like how it's not the same thing repeating itself. You know, like, oh, uh, we're going to get this person this way. You know, it's it's always a new way for because of a different reason.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what? Does it? Have you ever seen V for Vendetta? Yes. Does it kind
2: of remind you of that? I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. It's very hidden. He's very isolated.
1: The character in V for Vendetta. Yes. V, as they call him in guy the movie. Guy
2: Fox Mask, guy dude. Uh, um,
1: and I like that, you know, and, and he's uh, in V for Vendetta. He's very um, unmerciful in the fact like... Uh, Merciless? Merciless, You know, like, even if, even if you're, quote, a good person, but, you know, uh, because of the act you committed, you have to, you know, unfortunately be punished. Suffer, yeah. Um,
2: That's exactly uh, Emily's thinking, too.
1: By the just way, like
2: in the last episode, Nolan said, what about their families? You're not just affecting these people, their families. And she's like, well, too bad.
1: Just, just all part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you, uh, very interesting, I thought, when, um uh, not interesting, I don't know, I liked it when, when we find out that, uh, that Michelle Banks was actually held in the, um,
2: storage uh, facility.
1: Yes, and we find out that. Locked in. Locked in there.
2: And filmed, right? Was it filmed? Or just recorded, or not even?
1: I don't think so.
2: Well, we know that she was like knocked out, dragged in there, tied up um, for like hours, and then I think that the news said there was an anonymous tip, which is probably from Emily too.
1: All part of the plan. All part of the plan.
2: All part of the plan.
1: And I like screaming. I, and again, I like how uh, more and more of these things, uh, you know, uh, the senator now, now this week. Um it's sort of all of these things are coming back on to Victoria. You know, who, yeah, exactly. who again? I think is the ultimate person. Well, I mean, argue with me if you don't think it's the ultimate person, but I I I it's the ultimate person who Emily is trying to get. Who Victoria just has to be. Why you know, I mean
2: well, this, it's the ultimate it's the person who ultimately, yeah, did know the truth and chose, chose for whatever reasons, not to share it. Yeah. She was the person that actually knew and didn't say anything. So, yeah.
1: Very, very true. Um, and I like... Uh, you, you know what? This is kind of more of a prediction, but... uh. I like how the detectives are obviously they, they Victoria's a suspect hmm <clears throat> excuse me guys, more and more so and um you know now now but Frank stood up for her and and he gave his credentials to the to the uh police but now I th- the, be- through all of this, it's a great angle to spin because now you can use. Um, I mean, you and I speculate all the time that Frank and Victoria have a love affair.
2: Definitely. I could see the chemistry building.
1: And through this, I think it's going to somehow get exposed. Um, whether or not that's true, I don't know if they've actually had an affair. But it, but it, I, I think... They
2: haven't yet. The tension is there, I feel like.
1: Okay. Well, someone could definitely use that to spin it and uh, discredit Frank and plant... Well-
2: who and, would use that, though?
1: Well, I mean, it would definitely be Emily. Yeah, but, she could. But she would have to um, use someone else. Uh, but obviously the point being that that it would discredit Frank and that whole testimony that they just gave about, no, uh, I've been with her all day. It couldn't have been her or whatever. Just goes out the window with that. And by the way, uh, the whole notion... Uh, Obviously, Emily is kind of, um, quote, hacking into a lot of things and things like that. Um, anytime you hack, you obviously your IP address, which is basically uh, your location, mm-hmm. can be traced very easily. And so the whole point is you want to make sure you route to someone else's IP. And the more uh, sort of IP, like if, if I go to, uh, from my IP to Michelle's IP to someone else's IP, et cetera, et cetera, the bigger the trace, so-called. And so um, it, it, it's just very um, in the vein of exactly how Emily is sort of doing her revenge plots. It's, you know, it's, she's basically the whole point is that there's no direction, direct connection to her.
2: Exactly. And that is smart.
1: And um, obviously she's leaving the plant. So that's more and more Victoria. Yes. Um, any last thoughts before we sort of head into, well, before we do head into a commercial?
2: No, that's it.
1: All right, well, we'll be back after this. We have no news and gossip this week, by the way, because um, for those of you listening right now and that don't know, we're sort of recapping the episodes that we missed, so that way for the new year, 2012, we'll be all caught up and uh, ready to go with the new ones. So uh, as of now, we gave all the news and gossip in the prior episodes, so there is no new news and gossip, but we'll have uh, predictions. Anyway, we'll be back right after this. Welcome, welcome. Before we uh before we fully get into predictions, I do just want to say uh, you know as we sort of talk about these episodes, we're um we're trying to keep it concise. We're trying to give uh you know everything, but in a concise way. If there's anything that we do miss, um feel free to tweet us. You know at AfterBuzz TV or uh you know tweet me um at PD S V I T K at Michelle Mm -hmm. Don't forget the M at the end.
2: Even Macedo Music. M-A-C-E-D-O
1: Music. There you go. And uh, our other hosts, um, Gabrielle Loren. uh, We have Catherine Tulich. um, Dorinda Barker. And we'll have some new hosts for you in the new year as well. Again, uh, Michelle and I are only recapping uh, the ones we missed so far. And then 2012, others will uh, keep the torch going any sense um and by the way also real quick if you guys don't mind um tonight's episode uh i know i say this a lot but even more so tonight the music was very very reminiscent of uh the style of our own michelle macedo would you not agree
2: you know what it was a little reminiscent of my music it's true um
1: Thank so you for noticing so if uh if you're a fan of that score be sure to check out uh, Macedo Music. Um, Just
2: go on iTunes and type in Macedo, M-A-C-E-D-O.
1: Yes. And if it sounds like a lot like Revenge, thank you. I was right. <laughs> um, and if it doesn't, hey, it's still good music. Why not? Um, so true. Makes support sense. our fans because we love you and we do this for you. Um, so there you go. Um Anyways, why don't we get into predictions?
0: And now, you're after Buzz
1: TV. All
2: right. Predictions. Do you think that someone else will be introduced to cut off? Do you think that they'll keep doing this? When are they going to start cutting off their own?
1: They can't. They can't. Not until um Not not for a while. But why? Not until I would say the last 4 episodes.
2: That's like kind of a cop out, don't you think?
1: Yes, and no. Uh, I here, here's why it's not a cop out because it's directly affecting the people um that we've already been introduced. Mm-hmm. And in the case of Lydia, she's still obviously uh, reappearing. Yeah. Um in the case of the Senator, it's uh, it, it it's coming back, you know, in in this episode it's, it's affecting uh, Victoria and and it's only building um, everything of what's happening um, in the case of tonight's episode Michelle Banks she's definitely whether like you actually see her on screen or not has affected everyone else around her so, so that's why I don't care because it, it's all building you know
2: yep do we know how many episodes are in this season
1: um I'm going to guess 20 or 22.
2: Okay. I guess we'll see.
1: Um, I don't know officially yet. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's out there, but um, let me, I'll, I'll check that out for you guys later. Um, next week, and well, here's the thing, too. What makes it, what makes um, new people each week fun is the fact that it's not boring. You know what I mean? If, it, I could see it one way where it's like, okay, here's the people, um, that we know and here's how we know how to take them down. Um, but these are new, these are new people and we take them down a different way each week. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But Emily knows what she's doing and what their weaknesses are. She's done her research.
1: I mean, she's continuing to do it and she changes according to plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like, uh, Like in tonight's episode with the disc, you know, her being the one to find it and whatever. um, I'm interested to see more kind of slip ups like that so we can kind of start putting pressure more on Emily. Right now, it's very kind of much like a heist movie. You know what I mean? Where we're Mm -hmm. just kind of observing what happens and we're obviously along for the ride and it's very thrilling. But I want to see some pressure. It's
2: pretty safe right now.
1: You know, uh, Victoria right now is being cornered. And Victoria being Victoria, I, she's going to obviously try to put the pressure off her. And we know Victoria certainly doesn't like uh, Emily. And I think she's going to start suspecting Emily and uh, start start throwing things her way, to say the least. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of start seeing that, hopefully.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for that, too.
1: Um, any other predictions on your end, Michelle?
2: No, that's about it. All my predictions are we're probably going to introduce someone new to kill off and uh, I feel like she will she will run into some issues on the road to revenge.
1: On the road to revenge. Road to revenge. So there you have it, guys. Uh, another another episode that we recap for you. Uh, this one, episode four, called Duplicity. Thank you for listening. Uh, please be sure to tell your friends um, you know, if you're a fan of Revenge, if they're a fan of Revenge, why wouldn't you? Um, in order to make After Buzz amazing, we want to build a community. And a community doesn't happen with just us and you. It happens with us, you, and all your friends. Huh. So spread the word. And yeah, spread uh,
2: the word. Everyone does this for free. Everyone volunteers. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Come and it's fun free to, to you!
1: Us. What Ooh. the hell? It's free to you. It's not like I'm asking your friends to pay 50 bucks for this. No, it's free to them and you.
2: <laughs> okay, so he's getting pissed off, so you should probably do it before he gets more pissed off and I have to deal with it.
1: That's right. Um, and one more time, check out iTunes. Check out, check out MacedoMusic.com, right? That's what yeah, it is. MacedoMusic.com. Macedo uh, if you don't like it, you're probably not into music. That's all I'm going to say to that. Anyway, thank you for another great episode. We'll see you next time.
0: From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook
1: or follow us on Twitter by searching for
0: AfterBuzzTV.
1: Buzz, buzz you later. later. And don't forget all the cool shows we'll be have in 2012. Happy New Year yeah. to you guys. To you, the fans.
0: The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Afterbuzz TV or its owners or principals.